Hello wherever you are in the world. If you get excited by objects with rechargeable batteries, you'll be overjoyed that Formula E is back. Here on the eTalking podcast from Motion E, we're covering the six races in nine days in an incredibly online and potentially over-caffeinated way. Grab your face mask and join me, Stuart Garlic, and guests from a two-meter distance because this is Berlin Watch. The shakedown today was the first chance to see Formula E cars on track that we've had since the Marrakesh E-Prix, which was only February but feels like about a hundred years ago. A lot has changed since then. Sam Bird has inked a deal to go to Jaguar for next season. Pascal Verlein is believed to be joining Porsche after racing concludes this year and is replaced by the man with the best side party in motorsport, Alex Lynn. And Daniel Apt looked gone after a prank gone wrong in the Race at Home Challenge during the shutdown, but continues to be one of only three drivers to have started every Formula E race, having moved to Neo 333 for the Berlin residency. That's the other major change. Formula E is setting up a thoroughly sanitised camp on Tempelhof Airfield, Berlin, for six races over three different track layouts, the aim being to complete the season in a meaningful and satisfactory way. For an FIA motorsport event to be considered distinct, it has to be staged over a tangibly different circuit, and a championship must consist of eight rounds for a champion to be recognised by the FIA. Formula E had raced in Diria, Santiago, Mexico City and Marrakesh before the coronavirus shutdown, and now Tempelhof will host a double header event over the reverse layout, one over the traditional layout we all know and love, and a third event over a new, twisty, likely even more challenging revised layout. In today's press conferences, the drivers sketched out what they expected from the coming days. New Audi driver and 2019 DTM champion René Rast, who replaces Apt at the team, is impressed by how much Formula E has grown and developed since he made a cameo appearance in Berlin for Team Aguri in 2016. A lot more competitive. It was already competitive back then, but it looked like the whole field just uh, is on a different level. It's more, you know, close together. Uh, more manufacturers, uh, other drivers, more cars on the grid. So a lot of things have changed. Also, the car is more, you know, more like a racing car now. So yeah, <laughs> a lot of things have changed. Why are you laughing? Antonio Felix da Costa sounded chipper and more than a little relieved to be back racing in real life rather than just sim racing. He narrowly leads the championship, but with a phalanx of drivers capable of profiting from any slip. Uh, we've actually done a lot of um, sim racing and, and me and René actually argued a lot with each other during, <laughs> during lockdown. <laughs> but uh, no, it's finally to finally get back to, to the real stuff, you know. We, you know, this group, this paddock, we, we travel the world together and in the end, you know, you have a lot of friends here from other teams, drivers, mechanics, engineers, and it's good to see everyone again, everyone healthy. It's obviously better to arrive here with a small advantage of 10 points or whatever it is, but, uh, you know, the chat I had with the team is, uh, it doesn't matter at this point. I think we cannot change our approach. Uh, it's obviously mentally a, a different way to, to go racing because we have a lot of races in a short amount of time and it's one trip only, so it you know, in the minds of people, it's like there's one race left, but actually there's not, there's six. So, you know, we, we don't change the approach. We just go for it, you know, keep the, the aggressive approach and 
obviously at the same time need to score need to keep scoring good points we've been very consistent so you know the package is strong uh, the, the team is is amazing so uh, yeah I'm, I'm confident we can we can be out front but at the same time I think you know you we gave uh, or this this these three four months gave you know big teams which maybe didn't have the the best of starts to you know you have a lot of clever people to go through data and, and analyze and I'm sure everyone's done big steps so I'm expecting a lot of people to, to be competitive here, so um, it's going to be tough. Daniel Apt continues to get a great deal of goodwill from fans and media, and he suggested that there weren't many differences between the Audi he was driving and the Neo 333 chassis he takes over from Marching Qua for the next six races. He won in Berlin in Season 4, two years ago, and while another win isn't on the cards this time, he will boost Neo's chances of much-needed points. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a, it's a brand new environment for me. Um, I went to the team, there was not much time to, to adapt to so many things. You need to learn uh, the systems, the buttons on the steering wheel, all the people, the procedures. Uh, but I've really been welcomed uh, a lot and uh, the team has made a lot of effort to, to get me comfortable with everything. And um, as I have a lot of familiar experience, I think that that helps. You know, I'm not starting from, from scratch. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been good so far, everyone really motivated and uh, so am I, so can't wait to go racing. Is it more different than you thought it would be or less different than you thought it would be or about what you expected? Uh, honestly, it's less different than I thought it would be um, because obviously if you look at the, at, at the standings right now, I think Neo is not in, in the place they want to be and um, you know when you arrive there you, you would expect the, the car maybe not to feel that good but uh, it's, it's, it's really feeling good. I mean, in some areas it, it even feels, feels better than what I was used to. So uh, it, was, it was great to see that. Um, of course, the, the hardware we all know is, is a bit of a deficit and we cannot change that for now. So that's going to stay, but uh, yeah, maybe we, can, maybe we can do a surprise. Meanwhile, Oliver Rowland of Nissan Edams reckons that there have been positives to the shutdown with his team making significant improvements on the powertrain they had to build afresh for this season due to the regulation changes in 2019. Well, I think already, yeah, obviously, we had very late news that we had to upgrade to the, the new powertrains. Um, I, think, I think, to be honest, we did a very good job to be where we were in the beginning of the season. You know, everything was quite late and quite rushed and we didn't have much time to optimise everything, so I think Already our performance initially was, was actually probably quite surprising. Um, but I think during the last four or five months, everything that we probably missed out on developing last year during the season, we've managed to sort of push ourselves. And I think the team have done a really good job in bringing all the areas that, that like Seb said earlier, you know, we improved a lot of stuff that we lost last year. So all the stuff that we missed out on improving, we've been able to do in the last four or five months. Of course, we have a, a lot of new things to learn as, learn as drivers in this race. Um, but I think you know it's given us you know a little bit more of an even platform in terms of where we are with our powertrain and our systems at the moment. That's it for this short preview show, but join me, Stuart Garlic, on Berlin Watch during the next 10 days and on motione.org as I bring you written and audio content from the Formula E season closing mini-series. Subscribe on your favourite audio platform. If you want to get audio before anyone else, and a special weekly newsletter, feel free to join Motion E on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. 
Join me tomorrow as I talk to Formula E journalists and experts after the first race. And don't forget that also on this channel, in the podcast before this one, there is an exclusive interview with Porsche test and development driver for Formula E, Simona de Silvestro. Bye for now.